You're listening to Confident Chaos Podcast with Dr. Tiffany and lawyer Lisa. Listen as we talk about anything and everything that you know to be your truth. My gosh, we're reopening things. I've been able to go to dinner multiple times, but I'm not sure that's so good. All of this judgment is driving me COVID crazy. Tips and tricks to confidently cope. Coming up next. Welcome back, everyone. It is mid-June, and we are opening America again. Thank the Lord. (laughs) And the quarantining restrictions are starting to get lifted or have been lifted, semi-sort of lifted. We have... um, different restrictions with the mask wearing. I mean, we're in Florida, and I know obviously different parts of the country are different based upon the population. And so today we're going to kind of talk about our new normal for now, What, how we're rolling back out. Do we send our kids to camp? Do they Are they not going to camp? Stock market's up, stock market's down. Uh, it's getting a little, I think it's more chaotic now than it was originally. Because, you know, it's like we were like lemmings before. Like yes. everyone said do something and we just did it and yes, they fall yes, off the yes. cliff. You know, Whatever like the lemmings say. fall and they just fall off the cliff. Yes. And now now it's now it's more like what are we doing? Because now we have some autonomy to some extent. Right? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a lot of chaos. Different types of chaos, but a ridiculous amount of chaos. And a lot of the questions that were coming in originally back in March when schools closed, which was one of probably the top, top of my list of worst days of my life when we found out schools were going to be closing and I was trying to figure out what I was going to do with my two kids while I worked and all of that crazy chaos but now what do you do what are you supposed to do when you've got two different views about society and whether we're kind of slowly getting out of quarantine but what's appropriate what should you do what is it okay to do what consequences are there if you make a bad choice as it relates to your safety or your kids safety And people every day in my office now are starting to have a lot of questions they didn't have before, and there's not a lot of answers. Like what? Well, the number one question is, do my kids go to camp? Is it safe for my children to go to camp? What if my spouse and I or my former spouse and I do not agree on whether or not our kid is safe in camp? Are you really going to go file a motion on every single issue and get in front of a judge and make a judge decide what is best for your child when there is zero rules in place right now, zero administrative orders on whether or not specifically is summer camp okay for your kids. Then my favorite is this morning, or maybe it was yesterday, City of Fort Lauderdale comes out with a release. Summer camps in the City of Fort Lauderdale are now allowed to be open. Certain private camps are allowed to be open, but then there's other cities in Broward County that have not made a decision yet if their camps are going to open. So what are you supposed to do? My kid's going to camp. My kids are going to camp, too. You better believe it. Thank the Lord we got them on a pre-enrollment list, and our kids... We did that together. We that was did. some teamwork on Teamwork. They are going to a great camp, and they're going to have a lot of fun, and they're going to learn. And you know what, guys? They're going to be out of our houses, and they're going to learn even more because they are out of our houses. Now, some of you might be offended by that because a lot of people are deciding that even though it's safe to be outside and go in public take your kid with a mask to Target, go to restaurants, go to malls. Some people feel it's still safe to keep your kids at home. And what I'm going to say about that, I'm not a doctor. I have a doctor right next to me, so she can chime in on her opinion. But my point is that you got to make the decision that's best for your family. What is safe for your family? And if you and your spouse can't agree or your former spouse can't agree, do not expect your attorney to go and file a motion on every single issue because you guys can't agree. Come up with a unified front 
as to what is safe for your kid. It's different for every single family. Well, I, listen, I, I wholeheartedly agree. And I was just about to say the same thing. I think it's different for every family. And, you know, I'm going to completely veer off, but it's similar to, I think it's just a respect issue. Like what's good for one family might not be great for another family. If you choose to keep your kid home, that's fine. And I respect you for wanting to keep your child home, but it's not, it's not, my kid can't be home that much. He's too energetic. He wants to learn too much. He has his hands in everything. It's just, you know, he's already been at home from homeschooling for three months now, two and a half months. It's enough. Yeah, it's enough. But it, it brings me back to that. Remember how, like, it's the whole breastfeeding thing. Like, breast is best. Right. Breast is best. That's great and all, but some people just don't want to breastfeed, in which case, why are we berating these women that they don't want to? How about Or some people can't. And some people can't. And then you feel bad, and then you get postpartum depression because you can't. It's just, it, I just feel like everyone at some point needs to, if you ask my opinion, I'm going to give you my opinion. And you should. Right? That's fine. And if you ask basically any pediatrician, they say, well, yeah, breast milk because it has antibodies and has the mom, you know, fine. But if you if that's what, not what you choose to do, I'm not going to berate you for that. You're the kid's mother. You know what's best for your child. Don't I didn't judge. breastfeed. I pumped for a few weeks and I was like, I'm done with this. It's not for me, <laughs> you know, and there's nothing but there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not. No. I'm, and, and you know what? And more power to the women that breastfeed their kids until they're four. You know, no, I, mean, no, some I, people, I did not do that. Some people do. Not to get off on like the breastfeeding team. My point is, is like everyone's family is different. Everybody's family has their own way of doing things. And I think that if the state and this, you know, the, the health department in our city has deemed it safe, then who are we to say it's not? So, you know, if you want to keep your kid home, it's perfectly fine with me. My kid's going to camp. Can't wait. Super excited about it. Starting on my birthday. June 8th. That's right. June yeah. 8th, guys, is her birthday, in case you forgot from the last episode. June 8th is definitely Dr. Tiffany's birthday. But this whole COVID-19 issue has kind of brought people to a new form of chaos. And part of the platform that we created when we made this podcast was Confident Chaos. So how do you confidently deal with some of these ridiculous moments of chaos that we're dealing with right now, especially in light of the fact that there's questions? Where do you go for your answers, Tiffany? Who are you supposed to call, whether you're not sure if you should take your kid to the doctor for her or his annual visit or to get his updated vaccines or just to get your, you know, your routine health, um, what do they call it? Like the annual physical? Yeah, or like your wellness exam. Everybody has questions. Like, who do you look for? What do you read? What do you do? I think, I think somehow along the line of the past two and a half months, people have somehow also lost their common sense. I would definitely agree with and that. And it's really, that in court. really, really frustrating as a physician. And I'm going to tell you why. If you're just going for an annual visit with no concerns and no problems, can that wait? Yeah. I'm going to go with that can probably, probably wait. wait. Okay. Can your kids' vaccines wait an extra month? Probably so, probably. And I'm going to say probably because I don't, you know, everybody's individual circumstances are different. But I'm going to go with probably so. What's frustrating? And, it, and, 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 I, and I honestly, to some extent, and I'm going to say this, I blame the media to some extent because we have put the fear of God in everybody that they're going to catch a virus if they go anywhere near a hospital, which is just asinine because every hospital at this point has COVID-like units completely isolated from the rest of the hospital, okay? So... What's so the average person can't just walk into no, the No, it's probably the safest place to be because they're testing everybody before they walk in the door. They can't even get past right? the So entrance, it's like you're right? not even getting in that place. So If you got a symptom. What's frustrating is, you know, I've had patients now that, I'll give you an example. I wanted, he wants to do a telemedicine visit. I, 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 
I, he already had COVID and recovered. So I'm like, dude, you're the safest right. person to come in at this point. You can just lick the walls. I mean, nothing's going to happen to you, <laughs> right? right? So, but anyway, he wants to do a telemedicine visit. I'm trying my hardest to evaluate this gentleman from a cardiovascular standpoint. And it's very difficult to do, you know, on, a, on an iPad or on a computer. Sure. He ends up in the hospital two days later with, with an arrhythmia and heart failure. I can't listen to someone's heart over a computer. Oh, yeah, you can't. Uh, it, it's impossible, You can't do people. an EKG. I can't do it. I can't Facebook? do an EKG. I can't. And so what's happening is people are having real problems, and they're more concerned about catching a virus that they have a probably less than 1% chance of catching than then going to the hospital. So let me healthy. remind everybody. People are still having heart attacks. People are still having strokes. The presence of a virus is not going to negate the fact that Heart disease is still the number one killer in the United States, and you can still have a heart attack, and you still have a stroke, and you can still have appendicitis, despite the fact that there's a virus. And guess what? If you've got appendicitis and you don't come to the hospital, you're going to get sick. Very sick. Right? Very sick. And we've had so many appendicitis, heart attacks that they waited too long, and now they're in floored heart failure and will not recover. Oh, boy. I've had more than one patient with a stroke that just sat, literally woke up from his sleep okay realized he couldn't move part of his body was scared to get covid went back to bed oh my god before he came to the hospital now you're outside of the window for treatment and now that's it there's nothing no one can do anything for you so if he had brain damage from the stroke it's over that's it it's It's so it's like guys please 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 still have some common sense okay it's it's not that difficult if you feel like you are ill to the point where it has crossed your mind that you should maybe go to the hospital you should go to the hospital you should just go right not stop and think about it right and then when we talk about going out and things like that. Yeah, restaurants, deal, bars, gyms you know, just open I think, too, I, I think our elderly people need to be more careful. They're the more, not more susceptible in terms of getting it, okay? That's, this is something that people aren't understanding too, all right? We all can get it. It's who's more susceptible of getting critically ill. Sick from the virus. Sick, sick, sick. okay, right. sick, very sick. Those are going to be our elderly people, our people with chronic medical conditions which, that cause some underlying inflammation all the time people with diabetes, people that are extraordinarily overweight, elderly people, right? So we have our classification, people with rheumatologic conditions and they're on steroids. So they have a depressed immune system. Um, so those are the patients that, you know, maybe you as a person to say, now it's common sense for me to stay home or it's common sense for my child with problem X, Y, and Z to stay home, right? So it's just, it's common sense, guys. It's, it's not, it's really, we're making this so much more than what it needs to be in terms of not because it's not dangerous, but because we're, we stopped thinking. We stopped having like critical thinking skills. The brain just shut off. It shut as off. It and we're just to we're watching all these decisions. horrible things happen. But if, if we really drill down and we look at percentages, it's yes, it's bad, and yes, it can be bad. But if we look at the totality of it, your kid's perfectly healthy going to summer camp. I mean, the odds of something happening are extraordinarily low. Well, the other thought I have about summer camp is kids have been home now since March 17th. School's been closed. So parents have been required to homeschool their children since March 17th. So the amount of people that they're getting exposed to on a daily basis being in a school environment is completely limited. Then you have issues, personal, going on in my house right now is social issues related to negativity that these kids are forming and emotions that they're forming that they didn't ever have before from being isolated. Absolute negative reactions to this quarantine, understanding that it's not appropriate to take your kids out before. Now things are starting to open up and it's probably, as you're saying, and the CDC says it's okay for your kid as long as their face is covered to go out to certain places, obviously in limited amounts of time. 
But the fact that these kids are home for so long, they're losing such an important part of life, which creates happiness. Yes. It makes them feel just like adults. It makes them feel like some form of normalcy. You can't keep your kid locked up forever. Just like as adults, we can't stay in forever. We've got to get out and breathe some fresh air and be around other people. Otherwise, gosh, I don't know. The negative effects of keeping your kid home for so long, at least my kids, I'm speaking from my perspective with my children, it's it's scary. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. My biggest problem is how to deal with people who feel like they could give me their opinion on this. Oh, you mean like experts that aren't experts, but they think they're experts? Well, it's like, let me give you an example. You know, Because I have that in my office. The, the, yeah, the grocery stores, you know, where there's like an arrow going this way and an arrow going that way and an arrow going this way and an arrow going that way. It's like, God forbid... Oh, you yeah. walk down the grocery aisle with the wrong arrow. Oh, and I did it's that. frustrating, right? Because I just done need it. that bottle right there. It's two feet away. You want me to go all the way down one aisle and all the way up another yeah. aisle oh, you to grab yeah. that bottle of salad dressing that I can literally grab with my index. I can touch it. I can That's touch like it with my index felony. finger. That's a felony right now. And you go down the wrong way on the I arrow just feel in like Publix. Everyone's super hypersensitive. Like, They're scared. Call. It's like we need yeah. to diffuse Xanax into the air conditioning systems of the grocery oh, so store. Oh, you can just suck it through the air. Yeah, just breathe in, aerosolize it. Just breathe it in. Everyone is like super heightened sensitivity. And I feel like that's and emotional. Just, it's just setting us up for disaster. It's just right. If there's always going to be the viral downward, there's always going to be the one off asshole. There is, there's always going to be the one off, but like, do we have to create, does everybody have to be that person though? Does everybody have to be that person? Do we have to create a whole nother thing about that person? Be, just let that person be an asshole. Like yeah. just let them go. Just yeah. let them be, do their thing. Like, why do we have to create this whole, the whole environment that leads? Well, that, that's the point I had. So I was in Publix about a week ago, and I had a face covering on. I went down the wrong arrow in the aisle, and I got stopped by not one, but two people, not store employees, two customers, who got in my face with their mask on, which you should be staying away if you want to keep yourself <laughs> safe. Stay away from <laughs> me so with ridiculous. your mask, telling me that I had violated the rules of the arrow, and I needed to go down the other aisle. Now, I had a mask on, so you couldn't really see my full reaction, but I was laughing hysterically. Get out of my face, first of all. You're not social distancing if you're that way, and the whole purpose of the arrow is to social distance, but I was angry. I was laughing. I was like a mixture of emotions. I couldn't believe this was happening in the middle so of an aisle of public. So I'm going to teach you my tip. You know what I, I do? turned around because I didn't want to cause a scene, Tiffany. I didn't want to get thrown out of Publix. I did violate the arrow rule. I was guilty. But I, I was like, oh, my gosh. So I, you know what I say to those people? It's my magic word. This is my magic word for everyone listening. You ready? Oh, uh, what's the word? Okay. Okay. I just say, okay. Okay. Like, and with then the you, most monotone. But I just then go, you move okay. to the other end. No, no, you I just lay, go, okay. You don't move. You I just stay, stay in, in the lane. Like, the, the more angry they get, and I just keep, the, the, the calmer I get, the angry people get. That's get my calm. rule on dealing with chaos. But like, then you go, and you get whatever you yeah, needed yeah. from the aisle. And then aisle, I just walk away. And you walk away. You want to piss somebody off? Let them be yelling at you and just go, Okay. Oh, yeah. It was these people I mean, were like, like their heads they were in my face. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm just I think I was getting ketchup or something. I'm like, let me just get my ketchup and get out of your Look, face. Again, my point is is like what is this person gaining by doing that? Obviously you have eyeballs. You know you're going the wrong way. Of course. You chose not to as an adult. Maybe that was a wrong decision on your part. Whatever. That's not the point. The point is is like who are you to tell another adult that they're, <laughs> I mean, are, the they, are they stopping your car if you go through a stop sign and going like waving you down outside your oh, car like, like, oh, my God, you ran the stop sign. Samaritan, Why yeah. are people going crazy? Because the vast majority of people are just trying to 
freaking survive. Trying to so survive. Yes. Why are we doing yes. this to each other? Yes. It's crazy. It's it's a lot. It's a lot of extra energy that's negative that I don't think is necessary and it's it's pouring over in all different aspects you know you're at the gas station okay you got to get gas for your car all right i'm driving i got to get gas i have a mask on i'm getting my gas i don't need you to tell me to hurry up i'm doing my thing like i'm just trying to put gas in my car you know i'm just trying to get ketchup at the grocery store i'm not trying to get you sick or infect oh my you God. or get too close to your face don't wear scrubs to the grocery store you look like you have the plague what do you mean? What happened? Oh my God! They think that you automatically have COVID if you have scrubs on. You're Why? a healthcare worker. You uh-huh. are in, you are infested with a virus. I mean, I get like the stares of death mm. if I go in the grocery store. Now, mind you, I could just be like literally seeing my prevention cardiology patients, and they think I had rounded in the hospital, and I'm gonna like I'm literally everything I touch is just like infected and needs to be thrown in the garbage can. Well, that reminds me of some of my clients where I actually had clients that, I mean. I think it's admirable that you're working in the healthcare industry right now and you're putting your life, you know, on the line in some, it's not all the time, but in some cases, you know, by being what our heroes right now, you know, by being on the forefront of all this. So therefore should Tiffany, should you not see your kid? Should you not be able to have any time sharing with your kid because you're a nurse? And you work oh, at yeah. you work at a hospital, not on the COVID floor, but you are a nurse that works at a hospital with I I don't know how many people work there, but there's like 20 departments. Therefore, you shouldn't see your kid because you put, could potentially be exposed to the virus because of your profession and the location where you work. So, no time sharing. Parents said that a couple of weeks ago in a case that I had. We didn't go in front of the judge yet because I want to try to resolve this without bothering the judge with this type of issue because it's nonsense in my opinion. Just because you work in the healthcare industry, you should not be able to see your child. If that person worked at Publix and checked out groceries, should they not be able to see their child because they may or may not have touched someone with COVID that day? Well, Publix is totally safe. I mean, Publix is a safe place. I mean, how, where do we differentiate? The, like, where's the difference? I mean, There's probably Al's more cracking, exposure in, at, for COVID in Publix than there is if you work Al, in a hospital. am I wrong? Our producer's dying laughing. Am I wrong? Like, where do you differentiate? Like, you're, you have the plague versus you don't have the plague. Well, like when I go to the assume. bank and you get cash at the people bank and you assume. touch that money. Yeah. Like, how do you know that? I mean, at, at what point do you differentiate? I mean, I'm telling you, the hospital is the safest place if you're not on the COVID unit. Like, hands down. I mean, you said they, they check you when you come in. They check the front my door. temperature when I come in. If you're coming in, they check everybody's temperature when they come in. Even visitors. If you're coming in for an outpatient. If yes, you can have visitors yes, now. Yes. If you're coming in for an outpatient, any sort of outpatient procedure, you get COVID testing like immediately when you walk in the door. Like as everybody. a patient. As a patient. Okay. Everybody. So what about like, the employees? Well, the employees, it's, it's symptom driven. So we all, again, we all get our temperature checked. Right. And if you're showing any sort of signs or symptoms, then they test you as, as well. Right. I mean, but this the test become, is readily available at the hospital, yes, right? Yes. I mean, it's not like you have to put this in a copay, not, wait for your pharmacy like, to fill it. I feel it. like, like what, everybody's people losing are going, their minds. People it's are taking me, it to another level. It's driving me crazy. People are crazy. judgmental. People are freaking out at Publix because I'm trying to get ketchup. <laughs> freaking out. I mean, just overreacting is probably a better way to describe that. And then there's so many people that are judging. <gasps> You're putting your kid in camp. My kids are staying home. Good, good for you. Good for you. I was just going to say that. That's a choice that you're making because that's what's safe for your family. But what we're seeing on, on the legal side, and you mentioned a little bit about the medical side, is because people are of such a heightened level of emotion, not only they have no common sense, they're not thinking at all. So their brain is completely 
absorbed with, I don't know where these people are getting all their information from. I mean, I hope it's just not the news because you turn on the news one day, you turn on the news the second day and they wear a mask, don't wear a mask. They redact <laughs> what they said the day before. The, the entire thing has been one big redactment. It's frustrating though. Even watch that we stuff. We don't need masks. You need masks. <laughs> it, it makes no sense. So then if you're a parent trying to listen to the news or, I mean, come on. I think on a very basic level, as it relates to children, and I'm only talking about children right now, Put your common sense hat back on. Forget about COVID for a couple minutes and think, assume no COVID, what would be the best decision? Now add an extra layer of safety to your decision so you make sure that you, yourself and your child are safe. And be prepared to know you can't control others. You cannot control what other people do. You can only control the decisions that you make. And you cannot control other people. There are no robots, as far as I'm concerned, walking around that can be programmed. Some people think they're robots, but they are not. You can't control what other people do. You have to have some element of positivity in your brain and some element to understand people will make good choices. You got to give them a chance, though. I agree. I, I mean, you have I don't, to. I'm just, I, I, I totally agree. I think we just, we don't, there's like a level of where we don't trust. It's, we, we, we don't trust before we do trust, right? That's, that's problem number one. Everyone just assumes that. You know, you're doing the wrong thing before. We don't give people the benefit of the doubt anymore. And I just feel like, again, going back, I feel like everybody's lost their common sense. It, it's just, it's really, it's mind-boggling to me. I just, and here's my favorite thing now, and they've, they've opened back up the restaurants, right? So I go eat dinner at a restaurant uh, here in Fort Lauderdale last You had week. dinner at a restaurant? Well, I know, I, five times, actually, five times. Five so times in I. a row. When so everything did I. So did I. <laughs> Homegirls hey, overcooking. We're, we're still over. okay. We're okay. We don't have but, any viruses. So obviously... Can you or can you not eat with a mask on? No. <laughs> but when you walk no, in the really? door, Come they on. make you wear the mask to the table. And then you can take your mask off. I Why? just want someone to explain Why? this to me. Why? They're afraid you're going to like sneeze on other people as you're walking by. As if as an adult, I cannot sneeze into my shoulder away from a table. It's like we have, for, it's just, and there's none mm. of the tables were set anywhere. Like there's no like silverware on any of the tables because they're afraid someone's going to touch something or, but I just don't understand the whole, like I have to wear a mask to sit at a table that I can point, I could spit and hit the table. That's farther away right? from wherever anybody else is standing anyway, right? I don't understand. Are you walking by every person and spitting on them I, before you go to the table? I, I just feel like, I mean, we're, we're getting treated as if like we're children. Like and we're and in a, because, like animals in a cage. Well, because out of a thousand people, one person's again, an asshole. And sure. we're going to assume that everybody's an asshole. Everybody, it's like, why can't we just give people the benefit of the doubt? And then punished. This is what people are going to say, right? Well, they open the beaches and everybody's, cr you know, crammed on the beaches. I don't disagree with that, but those people are stupid. Right. I'm sorry. If you're going to the beach and you're on top of each other on a beach, like literally you couldn't put a pencil between two people yeah. and something happens to you. Bad choice. That's on you, bro. Yeah. That's on you. I'm not trying to go to that beach right now. No. Right. So I, am I going to go to dinner? Yes. Am I going to go with people from my house or my friends I've been around already? Yes. Do I think anything's going to happen to me for doing that? No. Do I know that I have a risk of doing that? Yes. That's my risk. However, here's so the don't judge me for my risk. But here's the question for you. The person that does judge you, what do you say to them? Okay. What if I'm the per you say, okay, I'm the person that says, I don't like the fact that you went to the, I'm not, I'm just hypothetically stating, I don't like the fact that you went to a restaurant. I don't, I don't think I want to be around you for the next couple of days. You could have exposed yourself. That was a very bad no, choice. No, I'm not kidding. I would literally say, okay. You would say, I okay. say, okay, that's your, that's fine. That's fine. That's your prerogative. It's, again, it's your life. You get to And those people go on their own separate ways and they spend whatever time they, they want. They get to go be alone. I'm okay. That, that doesn't affect my life. 
But what I'm saying is like, but I people feel are like judging. That's what's happening now. I don't now. give a shit. People can judge me all they want to judge me. Like that's, that's, that, that's their negativity. They have to deal with in their home. Right. When you judge somebody, you're dealing with that negativity. That's not the person you're judging. Doesn't have to deal with that. They choose no. to walk away. What's right. one of my favorite quotes is you cannot help what people say, but what you can control is your response to what they say. Agreed. Right. So you want to come at me with your stuff and how you want to live your life. O- okay. That's, you do it. You go do you. You, you go do, do whatever you, you and like, I'll do what I think makes sense. Yeah, I mean, again, me. like just let's no just, matter what. But again, I think there is also some level of common courtesy as well, right? So going back, you know, there there are the people that just have complete disrespect and sure. listen. If you see that person, you know, honestly, saying something to them is is probably not going to get you anywhere. So probably not. That's you why know, I kept my mouth shut. In and public. if you feel like you have to say something, then just be prepared for them to say something back. Right. I, I don't. I just again, it's just common sense. Let's just realize it's a virus. It's bad. We should wear masks when we can. I'm not going. To, I might go to dinner. I'm not going to a concert anytime soon. Right. I'm not trying to go hang out with you know forty thousand people in an amphitheater. No, and you're not going to go lay out on the beach. No, and, and go nor, surfing. Right. with Fifty. But people my son's you. camp with ten kids. It just it's you know, and they're actually one of them. They're making him wear a mask. He's not excited about it. I said, Bud, it's sorry, you're wearing it. Goodbye. Yeah, like it's you know, required. you don't get an opinion. You're five. We've talked about this. Yes. Like you don't get an opinion. You, no opinion. <laughs> I told but, you to do it, so you need to go ahead and do it. And also as it relates to family, people in their own families disagree all the time. COVID, no COVID, people disagree. Mm -hmm. My point to go home to everyone to understand is if you have a difference of opinion as to what's safe, talk about it. Find a safe way to talk to whoever you're dealing with in your family as to what your concern is and figure out an effective way to communicate about that issue. Don't make the decision unilaterally on your own. Don't ignore it because then it's going to get worse. Oh, yeah. It's just going to snowball. And make sure you figure out a way to address the problem in the most comfortable, effective manner for you in your family. And I'm not talking about just like spouses, ex-spouses, I'm, you know, brother, sister, you know, cousins, grandparents. I mean, we had that issue in our house about grandparents. Is it safe for grandparents to be around their kids? Should they wear a mask? Should they not? So you have to figure out a way that's the most effective way for your family and then follow through. Follow through with it and make sure that no matter what, you are making a decision that is the best decision for you and your family. I agree. And don't judge other people as to what their decision is. Let it be. Yeah. I mean, I again, I think I don't really judge or care what other people do if it doesn't, if it's not egregious, right? Obviously, there's things that people do that are just completely and unequivocally egregious, which sure. I'm sure we could all name a few. Sure, but we could. realistically the majority of things it's like if it doesn't affect my life and my kids and my family I I don't really care what you do like I just I don't I mean as long as it's not egregious and it's not affecting my life and my family and my kid I I don't you know you do you and that's why the world's such a great place we all have different opinions we all have different jobs we all that's what makes the world go around if we were all the same people and we all had the same opinions it'd be a very boring world it would be boring and nobody would want to do anything really but I also think that it's important to make sure that everybody realizes this virus is not going to be around forever. Right, Dr. Tiffany? No. It's not going to no. be here forever. It's going to hover. And, and there might be another peak. Sure. There might I be mean, another peak. There might be. There might not. Nobody knows. At some point, though, people are going to have to get back to regular life. So yes. you have to figure out the best way for yourself in your life to get back to some sort of 
normal routine. And I think easing in is the best way to do it. That's healthy for you. if we keep people locked down for, you know, three, four, five months, and then things start to reopen, it's just going to be a mad rush. Oh, everybody's going to run out of their house and jump in. way even worse than what it potentially could be. Imagine you're going to have, like, lines standing out of all the restaurants Uh, and people waiting to get in because they're dying in their house and they just have to get to a place, you know, a public place to have some food. I, I think, again, just to, you know, wrap up, let's have some common sense. If you're really not feeling well, go to the hospital, go to see your doctor. At a minimum, call your doctor, get some advice. Um, and just, let's, you know, let's have some, like, common sense. Let's treat people with respect. If someone's going the wrong way down the Target or Publix aisle, sorry. You know, <laughs> sorry. hold your breath when they walk by. How about that? That's like, I, I just... I, I, you know, I just feel like you're not going to get anywhere quickly. They've already, they, you've already, they've already exposed themselves to you at that point. So saying something is not going to change the fact that no. whatever that social distancing is. And As you're in my face. Let's just, I mean, let's on. all, let's all be like adults, not act like children. And, uh, you know, use the word okay. It works like a charm. Works like a charm. Use okay. 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 Anyway. Well, guys, make sure you all stay healthy and stay grounded. <laughs> <laughs>